It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. All right, welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Erin Greger, here with, oh, I can't wait to talk to you uh, because this is so intriguing to me and this is exactly why I love podcasting. Uh, today, my guest is Dr. Lilak Saperstein. That's, I hope I said that okay. Uh, Dr. Lilak, welcome to uh, Branded Podcast Secrets. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited because I'm obsessed with podcasts and I've been listening to podcasts. I'll tell you when I started is when I had an iPad, iPod Nano, and I would download it on iTunes on my computer and then download the podcast onto my iPod and then go walking and go to school. This is like in the early 2000s, you know? <laughs> Isn't it crazy how much, how yeah. far it's come? Like it's, it's insane to me. So, um, yeah. Dr. Lilac is the host or, uh, sorry, is the host of All About Audiology. She is obviously a doctor, an audiologist, and you help families. I'm going to read this from you help families navigate the hearing loss journey with confidence and direction individually and in group workshops. Uh, I So first of all, I want to ask you, um, actually, before I even ask you, can we talk about the number that you gave me before we hit record? Are you comfortable oh, okay. or no? Yeah, let's go. Of course. Can yeah. we celebrate you though? Oh my god! Can we celebrate you? So where <laughs> are you? You're th uh, three years in and where yes. are you download number wise? Because that's always a question everybody wants to know. But I really want to celebrate this because this is awesome. Okay. So I, I don't like inflating the numbers. I want to say this. <laughs> okay. And so the truth is as of today, when you look at the total downloads, it is 49,849. All right. So by the time this goes say 50, live, yeah. say 50,000, because by the time this goes live in a few weeks, you will safely be at 50,000. And congratulations yeah. that, I mean, you. you are a niched podcast. You are not a general podcast here. You know, this is not something you just happen to graze upon in, you know, your Spotify feed. This is something you are actively searching for. So congratulations on this. And I want to get into audiology. Like, Obviously, you have a very specific love or something, yes, you know, happened or I would love to know how you got into this field. Okay. So one thing about podcasts that you just said, like niche, 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 is that I get uh, two messages a week, let's say, which is like a lot. Okay. Two messages from real people that really write. My friend told me about your podcast. My cousin told me about your podcast. My professor talked about this in class. My, like, it's a word of mouth thing. Like, they send you a link is word of mouth, right? So like you said, it's not necessarily the search words, even though it is also, but huge, like, there is a community. And it's it gives me chills. It's like, what an honor that people tell other people, like, that's the real gold right there. <laughs> and that's true to me. If someone sends me a yeah. podcast link and, and I, and they, like, they know what I'm about, like, I thought of you, I'll listen to that, you know? Okay, yeah. so audiology. Audiology, this is how it all began, is that I wanted to be a doctor, but I also wanted to be a psychologist, but I also wanted to be a teacher because I wanted to work with kids, and, like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then I discovered this field that is, like, it is a, you know, medical degree, but not quite medical school. So it's an audiology degree, four years of grad school. You work with kids. You work with patients. But there is a, such a human side of it because it's about communication. 
And it's about relationships. And I just like, I was there. I found this niche. I also was studying linguistics. So like languages is super fun. Uh, it tied it all together. And there's a lot of tech because there's like hearing aids and Bluetooth pairing and all the new stuff that's coming out all the time with devices. And there's also surgeries and surgical devices. Like there's so many things you could do in audiology. So anybody who doesn't know what an audiologist is, they're the ones who do your hearing test, but they also do a lot, lot, lot more. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, what a genius way to approach this because, you know, you're, you're helping families and I'm a mom of two. I can only imagine what happens when may, maybe you have an idea, something might be off. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, I don't, I know they can diagnose pretty young. And then all of a sudden you're hit with this diagnosis. Maybe it's severe, maybe it's limited, but either way, you're trying to navigate this as a parent to figure out where do I go? What do I do? Like, it's not like there's, you know, Facebook ads, hey, <laughs> all of these things, like you're, you're hit with, with something most of these people have no idea about how to navigate. So I can only imagine how your podcast can be so helpful to, you know, where do I even begin in this journey or how do I even know what's best for my child or whatever. So I would love to know from your perspective, you loved podcasts. I'm assuming that planted a definite seed for you, but you're building this business. Was it always, I want to build a business and have a podcast or was, did the podcast come a little bit later on when you were like, this would be perfect podcast material? Uh-huh. Yes. Great question. I love that because no, I don't think anyone knows the plan ahead of time. <laughs> Is there a plan? <laughs> it just like all like mushes in your, like a crock pot, little stewing. <laughs> oh yeah. One day it's like, oh, there's a really nice stew happening here. Um, I also love metaphors. Let's, let's just put that out there. And they're sometimes a little wacky. Okay. So I, I did not ever think I would have a business. I did not ever think I was going to be like an entrepreneur online or any of that. Beyond like watching YouTubers as a teenager and thinking like that could be fun, um, but now you know like there's there's that little bit of um, I like talking, <laughs> but but what I wanted to do is I wanted to be an audiologist, work in the clinic, test hearing, help families work with them, and program hearing aids and teach them all this stuff. But then all throughout graduate school, I kept bumping up against like, this is not just a, a simple thing. Like you said, this journey for the family, it's, it's like entering a whole new world, a whole new language, mm -hmm. like so many acronyms. Every single oh. thing is like ABR, OAE, do you? <laughs> it's like all these different things. And, and it's like, it's like you learned a new, I learned a new language in my schooling and now I have to unlearn it. Like, how do I explain this so that people can actually know Interesting. Bring it back. Bring it back to English. Yeah. Bring it back to like, wait, why does this even matter? Like, this is my kid you're talking about, my baby. My, can they, will they talk? Will they have friends? How much does this cost? Like, you're talking to me about one thing and I'm worrying about the money. Or you're talking to me about, oh, they'll be okay in, in seven years. And they're like, I'm not sleeping <laughs> with uh. the baby. Like, so I saw a lot of those interactions clinically, both from like during the, the studies, but then more in when I started working in a school for the deaf as the audiologist. And I noticed that there's like huge, huge chunks of the support that audiologists can be doing, something we call educational audiology, informational audiology, that cannot happen at the same time of an appointment. 
in the appointment, you got to do the thing that you have $50,000 of equipment for, the hearing test, the programming, the, the cables and the wires and all the, the, the tech stuff. And that's super important, but then you can't, you can't really sit there and talk about how has this been for you? Are you grieving? Are you angry? How is grandma taking it? Like, is your spouse on board? And those were the real issues. And then you run out of time and you have six patients waiting for you next. So that was getting to be very frustrating for me as like that empath and human and communicator. Like, <laughs> so yeah. the more and more that was happening, I felt like I started a blog. So I had a couple like, these are some of the things you should know before the appointment, after the appointment, resources, things. So I was looking at what is in the audiology resources for parents blogosphere. And then my family and I, my husband and our three children, we moved to Israel from New York. So that international move gave me like a couple months break with the licensing and like settling a new place. And so then I like I couldn't work and I have all this fire, you know, like just like ready, let's go. I wanna work. I wanna do something and I'm like transferring all my things to Hebrew and I, I speak fluently Hebrew like conversationally, but to learn report writing and to learn so I was like, you know, ah, swimming in audiology, but like frustrated a little that I can't do the thing. <laughs> yeah. So that is when uh, my sister, she is wonderful, you know, partner in my life always, my mentor. She's seven years older than me, so I just keep like following whatever she's doing. And she said one day, she, I think I'm going to have a podcast. I was like, what? You can't have a podcast before me. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little competition. Yes. So I think that's what it is. So thank you to my sister. She does now have a podcast, by the way. She's a marriage coach. She talks about marriage. <laughs> I love it. Another great podcast. So <laughs> yes. So uh, we, we, we brainstormed and she's like a beautiful designer. She came up with all my stuff. I have to really give her a ton of credit because she really pushed me. And I had, a, you know, I took out a paper and I was like, I want to talk about this, 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 and this, and this. And I had 15 topics. I was like, oh, I think I, I have plenty to say. Because I was just sitting around in my in my apartment, like, with a really good internet connection. That's <laughs> all you need. You don't even so need I the internet had, connection if you're... You're right. <laughs> I had that experience that, like, the whole world had at the beginning of COVID, which was like, what do we do with ourselves? But I had it, like, a year and a half before that, just by being a new person in a new place. <laughs> I love it. So at what point you record these, maybe you start going back to practicing. Um, at what point are you like, this is really getting some momentum or this is getting some steam or wow, I'm really like, where was it in that journey where it became, you know, obviously your life went back to normal a little bit, right? So you have to make this now a priority. It's not just something and you, because you have way less free time. So where did that come yeah. into play and, and how did you know that this was something that you had to keep doing? Okay, super. So let's say it was about the first 15 or so that I did that, the whole first 15. And I did them just myself, like me giving my opining. I got a little, I'm <laughs> putting down my little box and I'm going to stand on it on the internet. And uh, they're very formal, like they were scripted. It was like more like reading blog posts sort sort of uh, that was the vibe and and my idea was that it was the, the name of the podcast is all about audiology because I was going to tackle it from every angle and I was going to not just be like 
talking only to audiologists or talking only to parents or talking only to students. I'm going to talk to everyone at once. And that's, that's what's missing is that everyone's in the room, quote unquote, in the same time. Like I'm going to say this and, and I want the parents to hear how I would say this to an audiologist. And I want the students to hear how I would say to a parent. And that way it's almost like we're all having a conversation. And then and then I did these all about you episodes in between. So it was all about audiology, but then the point of it actually was all about you. And that's when I started bringing in people to tell me their stories. And that was the magic, right? Me, <laughs> me opining was fun and it does have like good information and great downloads, but that wasn't the, the real, the real truth of it is that I wanted people to say, like, I had a hard time when an audiologist like dismissed my concerns. And that they could come and tell their story or another person who, who is, you know, uh, an audiologist in the field for 35 years, who is like, okay, here's the stuff I really wish parents knew. Like, you know, you don't know me, I'm not your audiologist, but like, you know, so everyone came on it and it was, it, it really became like a sort of a confessional vibe. <laughs> it did have, it's, it's like that, that intimacy of podcasts is that it's in your ear. It's like you are in the room for the conversation, even years later, even on a different continent. Like, And then there was also that English piece that I was like, you know, still trying to connect with U.S. and other English-speaking audiences. Um, and that kind of helped me with my own <laughs> little discomfort with like trying to integrate. And I did work here. I did get my license and I got a job at a hospital working with cochlear implant patients. And then I was in the clinic again and I had all these stories I wanted to talk about from clinic on the podcast. And I was getting more excited about the podcast than the clinic stuff. Well, maybe not more excited, but like, you know, one fed into the other. And then can I jump in on Instagram here? Cause yes, no, it's on too. my list. So yes, please yeah. jump. So Instagram, Instagram is, uh, like, you know, two, three years ago when I started the Instagram Everybody in the world <laughs> was on Instagram. It was like the hot social media. Now don't even talk to me about TikTok. I'm starting. I'm getting there. It's a little scary. <laughs> At the time, Instagram was like for posting your food and posting your dogs and posting your kids. And then I discovered, no, no, actually there's a whole world of business accounts and there's a way to reach people by hashtags. And I started to follow hearing loss and deaf kids rock and parents of deaf and hard of hearing kids. And it started opening up my connections exponentially. All of a sudden I had, even if I had 15 followers, but they were 15 listeners. Like, and so now I had a listener, I had a name, I had a DM, I had conversations with you. I could see what your story is, what your kids are like, or other SLPs, speech language pathologists and OTs and PTs. So the community of professionals was there and I was like, hey, I'm joining the party. I have a podcast. So I started doing the audiograms and pictures of the guests. And then, oh my gosh, that, that you know, that uh, light bulb goes off when I had a guest that had three times more followers than me and she posted about it. And then I was like, oh, that's how they do it. <laughs> and when I say three times, like I had 600, right? And she had like, you know, 2,500, not like insane numbers but to me of course it is because every person is a whole listener like ah i get emotional about it <laughs> well no it's amazing you know what that's how you got you've gotten to fifty thousand people is that that you know those it's 
so many people get so focused on, I've got to have Joe Rogan. You know, I always throw Joe Rogan. I've got to have these massive numbers. But I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you don't. Oh, I was going to say, really? I know. I don't know if you're still in Israel, but I'd have, I would think somebody knows him over there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they're so focused on uh, those huge numbers. And it's like, focus on getting those five, you know, impact five people. If you were in a room and you knew five people, you just made their day, you would feel so warm and amazing. And that would really keep you going. Don't worry about a hundred million. Um, how else are you working Instagram? Because I was listening to one of your episodes and I think it was a, a guest had reached out to you through Instagram. It seems like you're getting a lot of movement on there. You have to be doing more than just following and posting a few audiograms. I want to dig a little deeper into that one. Correct. Okay. So I hate the word strategy because it feels like I'm in a war or something. Like it's not about that. But there is a little bit of like you know, coming at it strategically, maybe. Make it an adverb. It sounds better. Um, when I when I see a big account in audiology, let's say another audiologist, such a beautiful community that, that's happening there, I will see who's commenting. So then that means these people are engaging with audiology content, not just their followers, but their commenters of last three recent posts. I could like that comment if I liked it. Okay, I'm not just like going around hearting things, but like you gotta like it, read yeah. it and see it and and disagree and comment back and engage on other people's pages with their stuff. And then who's all about audiology commented on my post? Like if you're a person following audiology, now that matters to you. So that's one thing of like using your friends, not using oh, that didn't sound good. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> Utilizing, leveraging Utilizing your yes. Okay. But if you and I'm and I'm more than happy for anyone to do that to me because I have amassed this beautiful, gorgeous community. I wouldn't want anyone to come and fish over there and be like sleazy. But if it's another mom who says, "I want to know other moms who are going through this," please come check out the comments. They're all there. Like everybody's self-identifying on Instagram. That's the magic. That if I look at the hashtag um, hearing aids or cochlear implant kid. Not that I necessarily like love those terms, but hey, if that's what people are using, that's what we're talking about, then you you have just raised your hand to say, I am in this world. This is a topic that's interesting to me. Actually, the topic of my life, of my parenting, of my journey. Some people's whole accounts are, you know, hearing aid mom is the account name at, at you know, so like, and that's what they're doing on there is documenting their joys and triumphs and milestones and challenges. So the people, the, the people are self-selecting, they're raising their hands and then they are more than happy, grateful for when I message them or when I like them, like their stuff. Right. And, and when they do that to me, like it's a happy dance. Every single, every single notification is a happy dance. It doesn't end. <laughs> so that was like the beginning. That was very grassroots. You might say, and then just last year, I brought on a beautiful VA who is an audiologist, okay, in another country. And we were friends back and forth ourselves. Like, she was listening to the podcast. And then I just one time put on the story, hmm, I'm thinking of having help with Instagram, v like, produ production stuff. She reached out to me. Boom. That's my VA. Like, <laughs> she knows the topic. She knows the content. She's, it's her, you know, this is her world too. So she's really good at Canva. Great. Thank you for helping me <laughs> making the audiograms and the images. And like, that's the latest evolution of that. 
I love it. Yeah. And you actually worked (laughs) at it. You didn't just make a few posts and hope somebody would find you. You actually worked. I want to go back to your business, though, because you were going back into practice. You start this podcast before going back in. So were you going back to work for someone? And then how has that changed over these last few years? Where I know you do group like people are finding you as patients through the podcast. So how has your business changed? Are you still working for somebody? Are you fully self-employed now? Okay. Okay. So you all know what happened, you know, and that in like 10 years, we're going to say back in March of 2020. Yeah. That, that time. <laughs> arrived. Yes, that happened. Uh, and so I have three young children. There was not going to be any daycare situation, schooling. We were coming into the summer and my husband's a doctor. So sorry, the full-time doctor got dibs on <laughs> like essential worker versus part-time uh, audiologist. So that was a decision in our family, and I left the job at that point with a, like, asterisk, addenda, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I didn't really see, I wasn't one of the optimistic, like, see you next month. I was like, no, no, this is it. <laughs> this is serious. I guess that happens with, like, being a doctor's wife. Anyway, so I did leave that job after working there for eight months, and that was a very difficult decision. And there's a huge piece of um, imposter syndrome of like, if you're not actually seeing patients, are you still an audiologist? Yes. The answer is yes. (laughs) It took me a a bit, but what I did is I continued to do what I was doing on the podcast, like just for conversation and community. And I said, okay, I'm going to make this even more of a safe and small container with more of a back and forth. That's when I started with the workshops and creating kind of, we have, I do this retreat. That's a whole entire retreat about what, what happens outside the clinic. Like I'm an audiologist, so I know what you're talking about. I know exactly the journey. I know every test that was horrible, that your kids cried, that they had to throw those blocks in the bucket, like all the things. I know what you're talking about. So I'm not just like some parenting person who doesn't get it, (laughs) but I'm also very, very interested in your story, mom dad, caregiver, because there's so much attention on your child and there's all these resources. Thank God. Beautiful. Lots and lots. But no one is saying like, Hey parent, are you okay? Do you actually know what's happening? What questions do you have that you don't even realize you need to ask? So we're doing all of the stuff around that. How do you connect with your child when communication is the number one? I don't like barriers. Let's say right? Like the conversation of the, of this child is about how are they communicating and the sign language versus device usage or why either, or it's also both. So like, I also dove deep into controversies. I pushed some buttons. Okay. And that also is a really good tip. Okay. Don't like everyone will love me and I'll always say, and everyone will agree. No, bring it on. Let's discuss. Maybe I'm wrong too. Hey, I learned a lot. Because the more I talk to people from all over the world, from different perspectives, I listen and I learn. You want to hear about uh, the most controversial episode? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> what is, I would love to know. So like in this, in this space, there's a big debate about if deaf children need to be, need to be hearing, need to be quote unquote fixed. Ah, we don't like that kind of ableist no. language. 
But yeah, I mean, you still want the child to have every opportunity. And if you have devices and the cochlear implant and surgeries, and we could teach them and so much innovation, like then why wouldn't you try and help them to be hearing and speaking children as well? But then there's some people who take that so far and they say, my child is not deaf and they'd reject their deaf identity. Then the kids grow up and they're like, but I am deaf. Like, and you tried to make me hearing and you really pushed me and you stuffed it. And now I, I'm up to here with it. <laughs> and then there's this other quote unquote other side. That's like the deaf identity is everything. And audiologists are trying to destroy our cultural and linguistic community. And many audiologists who actually discourage families from using sign language. So like these are these are the main hot topic issues and not to get too deep into it, but I had like one of the experts, like, you know, a woman in her 70s who this is her life. This is her work, her life's work, her journey. She's like affiliated with some hearing aid companies. It was a big deal. I got her on the show. Like I spoke with this woman. Whoa. And then she said a lot of things I disagreed with. <laughs> so on one hand, it's like, oh, my gosh, the 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 name value of having this guest was amazing. But do I platform some ideas that I don't love? Well, I didn't say them. She said them. I'm right. So this was like a conversation and that got so many replies and so angry ones and supportive ones and interested ones. And ooh, top, top downloaded, like over 2000 downloads on that where they, I love it though. Like five, 600. So yeah, you know, I still got to stay true to your gut. I did a fair bit of editing, <laughs> but you know, I love that pushing the buttons though. I, I think it's really important. So what's next for you? Like how, I think when I said I was like, you're, you're in the 70s, 74 is what I think I saw on your website. How does this evolve for you? Like what's next? Um, what do you want to do with it next? Or is it just more of what's working? And it's not broken right now, so you're keeping yeah. you're keeping it as is. Okay, so the first two years, I called it my very expensive hobby <laughs> because you know, then I, I as I started working, I had editors and I have a transcriber as well, like a real human, right, who goes through everything, links everything, which is hugely for accessibility for anyone to be able to read the podcast, but also SEO. So if you're not going to do it for the altruism and the accessibility, then do it for the SEO. <laughs> And having all those search words and being transcribed. So, so like I really invested in it a lot. Like it was a nice expensive hobby, but, uh, the more I realized that there was a need for what I'm doing and for bringing together how to advocate, how to connect, how to understand audiology speak as a new person, new audio, new, you know, parent coming in. So actually now I have a group membership program and we have a really beautiful safe, like the safety is so important to me that it's like moms from around the world, international group. We meet three times a month. They also get a one-on-one -on -one with me once a month. So this is like an ongoing membership group. And, and that is, that is a business. <laughs> I'm still kind of like, is, is no question. Yes, That's happening. a business. <laughs> yes. Right. So um, it it's like, it almost hurts me because I just want to serve and do and work and all that. But you know, it, it also costs me money to do it. So let's go. Let's, you know, we live in a capitalist society. <laughs> well, and the thing is like, 
by you being paid to do it and making a business out of it, you can help more people, right? Like by you being able to pay somebody to do your transcripts, that frees up your time to be able to serve more people too. So it's not a bad thing necessarily. It gives you that opportunity. And just think about, I know, you know, how many more people you're reaching by being able to focus more on the podcast and your business than if you were doing just a standard practice too. Like it's, it can be a true blessing, you know, um, to look at it both ways. So if somebody were interested and they wanted to find out more, where is the best place for them to go? Okay. So if they're on Instagram, that's really the best because <laughs> I'm really there all the time. There's a link in my bio. You could set up a call. I'd love to meet you, talk to you. What's going on? I spoke with a family in Pakistan last week and the family in New Zealand and like all over the US and the UK and Ireland. And like every day there's someone new. And I, I love that. I love that because I got out of America, <laughs> like also the mindset. Um, all of a sudden the world is very big. Duh. Um, so yeah, that's super fun. And like the time zones are also a part of that. <laughs> and then as well, there is all about audiology.com where you can listen to all of the 74 episodes or read the transcript. And also there are some beautiful downloadable guides for parents and also from people suffering from tinnitus. Also there's some things in Spanish, like every time there's something new on there, on allaboutaudiology.com. I love it. And of course, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say all of that's going to be on our notes page over at AaronGregor.com. Dr. Lilac, thank you so much for joining me today. This is another incredible story. I love the power of the podcast for sure. This was so fun. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) 